Hi everyone, welcome back for another blissful episode of the Encouragement Dailies podcast show. I'm your host, Timothy Bell. Thanks for joining in this week for episode 226. This week's message is Trials and Temptations. Hello, hello everyone. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining in for another blissful episode of Encouragement Dailies podcast show. And to be received of another blissful encouraging message from the words of God uh, as you are receiving of this message this week I pray that all things are going well with you that you had a, a blessful week and that you've been able to persevere through whatever has come forth and just really just stay strong in that of the Lord so that what you were facing what was being challenging unto you you were able to overcome it. Amen. Keep in mind that we're already victors. We 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 already are victorious through that of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. So think about that every time you come to terms or, or, or you come, you know, in facement of something that is challenging. If you come in 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 forwardness of something that seems to be hindering you or, or, or causing some complications don't don't look at it as a defeat don't look at it as as a hindrance don't look at it as binding you know as something trying to keep you from doing something no have the mindset of that i'm already victorious i'm already you know a winner i, I i've already won you know i am more than a conqueror simply and that is because you are victorious through that of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. So when you have that mindset, no matter what you face, no matter what comes at you, no matter what challenges, no matter what, you know, temptations, no matter what urges, no matter what opposition. Because the word does tell us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Okay, so... Just keep that in mind. And you say, well, bro, you know, it ain't always that easy, you know. Deal with some things, man, and it just, I, I, I got to be honest with you, man. You know, it, it don't be on my mind like that. I don't have that mindset like that when things be coming at me, you know. And I get it. I get it. Trust me, my brothers and sisters, I get it. You know, I had something happen to me, you know, yesterday. And although it was initially my fault, it was my fault. You know, I take the blame for it. I, I, I own it. I own up to it, I fess to it, profess it, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I take the ownership of what transpired, what initially transpired to cause that few hours of my day to be a pain and you know what. Uh, but as I was going through what I was going through, cleaning up my mess, I do understand and realize that I was not alone. You understand what I'm saying? Even though it was my mess, even though I the one that caused the issue, I the one who caused the 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 the, the situation to come about, because I'm the one who made the circumstances take place in order for the situation to even exist. And I took ownership of it. But in taking ownership of it and walking through the process of cleaning up what I had undid, I realized and took note of the fact that God was still with me, even in my mess. 
You feel what I'm saying? Even in the midst of what I had did, even in the midst of cleaning up my own mess that I had on cause, God was with me. God was there helping me, protecting me, guiding me along the way. And I joked with someone. I said, you know, I kind of felt a little tap on my shoulder as if like it was the Holy Spirit saying, now, you know that what you did was wrong. You know that it was already in agreement that you was going to do this and go that way. But no, you decided that you want to go the other way. When it was already in agreement, it was already set in motion for you to go this way. And, and my brothers and sisters, that made me think of something. It, it made me think of that. Even in the midst of when you have to do something that you don't want to do. Even in the midst of where you have to go a certain direction that you otherwise would not want to go or otherwise would not go. It may not look good to you. But if you sense it in your spirit resonating as being good. Then go that route. Because see your spirit not going to lead you wrong. You feel what I'm saying? Now your flesh on the other hand is all about flesh. So the flesh is trying to make the flesh look good at all costs. And even at times when the flesh is trying to make the flesh look good, it's not always successful. It's not always successful. Okay, think about that. Even in the times when the flesh is doing all that it knows to do to make itself look good, it still at times is not successful. It winds up causing more issues and more problems than what was already at hand. And that's exactly what happened to me yesterday. Because in my efforts of moving forth, I'm like, yeah, I can go that way. And that brief second, I allowed myself to rest upon that of fleshly thoughts. And, and that egoness, you know, that, that arrogantness of the flesh. Yeah, I, 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 can, I can do that. And, and did it. I did do it now. But the consequences from me doing it was very heavy. Was very heavy. Uh, because it caused, it caused me to damage, you know, my own property. It caused me to, to, to uh, wind up going without something that at the time was very valuable for me. I, I, I needed to have it. And it's something that I did not want to go without uh, for a, a few reasons, very good reasons. But... The one thing that I feared on happening actually happened. And so now I have to go with that, that one piece of equipment because I, in the moment of my arrogantness and that of the flesh, I listened to my arrogantness in the flesh and took a direction that I should have not taken. Um, after I had already made an agreement and stood in agreement that Student agreement that it was uh, not the direct, you know, the, the good route to go. But you know, my brothers and sisters, it's it's in moments like that that the Holy Spirit is really truly in presence with us and talking with us and helping guiding us. But it's because of our flesh. And because of the desires of the flesh that we we don't pay attention we we and we don't heed 
and, and, and that's the thing that God is wanting us to do because see my brothers and sisters it's already done the key to it is simply paying attention paying attention and the key to it is two things paying attention and heeding basically meaning that I have this I have the, you know with my RV the key that, that goes to my RV is a double-sided key. Now, some of you know what that is. It's got grooves, you know, teeth on both sides. Now, that lock is made in a such a, you know, such a way that one side of that key is fitted for one part of that lock. The other side is fitted, you know, for the other side. So, when you slide that key in as a whole, it unlocks or locks. Now, you can't take that key and cut it in half and slide half of it in and think that it's going to work with both sides of that lock. It's not because you don't have that other part is missing. And that's that's really how it is with God. You can't sit there and say, okay, I'm going to pay attention. Because you can sit there and pay attention to what God is showing you and telling you. But then if you don't heed it, in other words, meaning take action, you know, you can sit there and look all day long on his guidance. But if what he is showing you to do and telling you to do, if you're not doing it, it's none and void. So the key to that, seeing things manifest and, and, and really having things being walked out in your life is those two things combined. Being attentive and heeding. And it seems like, you know, you can say, well, bro, that, that kind of don't make sense. Or this, that, or that, you know, da, 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 da. okay, well, you can, you, you can mumble and groan and shoot and whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, when you pay attention, when you pay attention, meaning you're focused, you're aware. And then on top of that, when you act upon what God is showing you and act upon what God tells you to do, when you follow through, that's what I mean by heeding. Heeding basically means that, hey, God's telling you don't do that. But then if you go and do it, then you're not heeding his word. You're not heeding his warning. But if you do what he tells you to do, then you heed it what he told you. In other words, meaning you did it. You didn't just listen. You actually did some action. You followed through. So, and, it's, and, it's, it's, and there's sometimes when you don't, I, I will be honest with you, we're not always, I feel we're not always doing that. We're either not doing either one of those two or we're only doing one of them. We may be paying attention. There's a lot of us are actually really truly paying attention. And we're like, man, you know, I seen this and I just know it was God showing me not to do it. But then at the end of the day, you still wind up doing it. You've seen him showing you, don't do it. He even gave you a warning. He gave you a sign. He gave you a vision. <laughs> but you still did it. So at the end of the day, you didn't heed it. You've seen it, but you didn't heed it. The warning. And that's what it was with me yesterday. You know, it was shown to me. I seen plain because I look for the purpose before I even moved. I look. I said, let me go and look and see what my surroundings look like. Let me see which way would be the best way for me to go. You know, on and on and on as I do so many times before. I look and I say, okay, yeah, I could probably go that way, but it looked kind of tight. So, you know what? It looked like my best route is going to be just to pull off and go straight ahead. Even though, just like I was saying before, going straight ahead... There still were some obstacles in the way. There still 
looked like it could be some risk because, you know, there were some things that still were kind of sticking out a little bit kind of far. Because, you know, and that's usually how it is when you're looking at, you know, a pathway. It looked like there's some things in the way, but once you start going down that pathway, you realize that it's not as bad as you thought it was. See, that's how God is. That's, that's as good as God. See, you sitting there in your carnalness. <laughs> Come on, somebody. You're looking at things in your carnalness, but God is trying to get you to see and discern in the spirit. That no, the way is clear, my son, my daughter, the way is clear. But see, you sitting there in your flesh trying to, you know, trying to undermine God, trying to, you know, be over the, the authority and understanding and the thinking of that of God. Come on, y'all. You know you can't be that. Who can direct God? Who can add one ounce of bit of knowledge unto that of God? No one. So you might as well just sit in your spot, keep your mouth closed in humbleness and meekness and follow his direction simple <laughs> and, and, and that is not what i did because in my spirit it resonated i agreed that yeah i'm gonna do this but as soon as i pull off flesh it was like you know what we can make that and instead of going ahead like what i had agreed upon and it was subtle already with that in the spirit of me couldn't I, I i went and followed flesh and i faced the consequences of it did I learn a lesson? Oh yeah, truthfully, most definitely I learned a lesson. I definitely learned a lesson. And I was talking to one of my sisters also, and I, I was telling her, I said, you know, I brought one of my, one of the main true rules that I, I try to really enforce since I started doing this RV traveling. And that's to Take your time. Don't rush. Even when it seems like you need to rush, still take your time. Because you will notice things better and quicker when you take your time to do something. When you're rushing, you're going to forget something. You're going to miss something. You're going to do something that you shouldn't do. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to mess up something or something going to... It, it, it's just bound to happen. It's, it's like a, it's a given, as they would say. It's not so much of if it's going to happen. It's more of when it's going to happen and then what going to happen. You get what I'm saying? So it's best to just kind of like take your time, you know, slow down and just say, okay, look, I know that I got to be there by a certain, certain time. I know I want to be there by a certain, certain time. I know I want to be here over there or whatever, whatever, whatever. But. At the end of the day, it would benefit me if I, right now at this moment, kind of slow myself down. Double check myself. Okay, yep. Okay, good. I said I was going to do this, so this is what I'm going to do. I said I was going that way, I'm going to go that way. I don't care what everything else looked like. I already agreed and it's settled. We're going that way. And you follow through. Because when it's resonating in your spirit, trust me, follow it. Trust me when I say that. Follow it. Because I was kicking myself in the butt 10 times to left yesterday because I didn't follow through on what I had already settled in my spirit to do. And, but, you know, it's just it's, it's, it's the peacefulness of that of the Lord came over me and said, don't worry about it. And although I had unfold in front of me something that I was dreading having to happen. And, but it was as if the Lord said, don't worry about it. I got you. 
Yeah, I know this is something that you did not want to have to deal with. I know this is something that you was praying that you wouldn't have to deal with that would not happen. And I know that all the other things, you know, coming along with it, you know, you're worried about this, you, you know, you don't know what's going to happen on this, you don't know what you're going to do, and it, it, all that. But I'm telling you, let it go. It, you're going to be, it's going to be okay. And as the time went on that morning, I started really realizing that, yeah, it is, it's going to be okay. And, and, and I'll be honest with you, I, I sat back, man, and sitting there in my car, for a minute, and I just, I just was just thinking, I said, man, how calm I was, I mean, I was upset now, but I wasn't showing it, I wasn't walking around, you know, throwing stuff, I wasn't, you know, in a tantrum, tantrum. I, I didn't do none of that, in fact, when I got out and noticed that what had happened, I was like, oh my God, I prayed that everything's okay, I pray that I didn't cause no harm, I, I pray that nobody, you know what I'm saying, that was what was going through my mind, you know, it wasn't like, I don't believe this mess, I don't get, oh, you know, so and so and so, and let bleep, 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 no, it wasn't like that, I was more concerned that my, 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 my actions might have caused harm or put others in harm's way, and yes, I was concerned about my property. Yes, I was. Definitely. But not as someone that in that position would have been frustrated and, and like just going all off the chain. I wasn't like that. And, and, and I noticed that. I took notice to that because, like I said, when I had took that moment to sit in my car and just think for a minute, I was like, Wow. I'm handling this pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm, I have a P and it's, it's crazy because you, you will notice <laughs> this is one thing about God. I'm going to tell you, man, um, <laughs> you, you will notice a peacefulness in you. You'll notice it and you'll notice the difference from what you used to be and how you conducted yourself to how you are conducting yourself now. And, You'll notice it really good, especially when a situation unfolds before you. You, uh, especially a very dying situation, something that's like tragic, you know, you, you will notice because you'll be like, you just have that certain resonance over you and you, it will cause you to really stop and be like, wait a minute, why am I so calm? Because you will have a calmness on you that you ain't never felt that way before, you know. So now, if you if if you've been feeling that way, you know, for a while, you you're gonna be used to it. So it's not gonna really uh, it'll get your attention, but it's not gonna get your attention in a way to like, what the heck? Why am I feeling like you know? You ain't gonna have that thought like, why am I feeling like that? You know, you're not gonna be questioning that. You already know. You know, that's after having it happen to you for a period of time. But when it, it happens to you the first couple of times. Especially the first time, you're going to be like, what's this feeling on me, I feel? Because you're not going to be used to it. You're not going to be used to that calmness. You're not going to be used to that peacefulness. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? You're going to be wanting to know why I ain't pissed off right now. Why I ain't frustrated? Why I ain't, you know, why I ain't bumping some heads right now? You know, type thing. But 
once you start really allowing it to 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 resonate and marinate into you, then you're gonna be like, oh, that's the peacefulness of the Lord upon me. That's the calmness of that of my God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and calming me and letting me know that it's gonna be okay. You know that everything is okay. Yeah, I know what happened. I know. What got damaged? I know what's it, what's what's you know what's on the table to be lost, but it's okay, <laughs> you know. And, and, and although, like I said, this was happening, what happened yesterday, what unfolded, and what I'm gonna have to walk in for, I don't know how long, but from what I'm sensing in my spirit, it's not gonna be very long. It's not gonna be a long time, but something that I'm gonna have to walk in. That I dreaded on having to, to experience. I'm calm in my spirit about it. You know, you ever heard that song? That it's a song that's called "It's Well with My Soul." That's how I feel right now. It's like it's well with my soul. That that happened, and that yeah, it's something that I did not want to have to undergo. You know, I wouldn't. Have, I didn't want to have to live through that and experience that. You know, I'm not totally, like, flipping out about it. So, if there's anything that I can take from it to spread, to, to, to share with you, is that when you have something take place, especially if it's something that you were dreading, having to go through, if it does happen, don't get all, like, you know, thrown out of whack. Don't get all upset and... And, and all frustrated and all weary and all that stuff like that and be walking in fear. No. Allow the peacefulness of the Lord to truly resonate upon you. Because it will. It's already upon you. But the moment that you really truly notice that it is, is when you're going through those trials. <laughs> and you're going through those temptations. And you're going through those urges. You're going through those those incidents that you, you otherwise would not want to go through. You know, that you were dreading to have to go through, that you were praying, that you would never experience. You're not going to really notice the peacefulness of the Lord until you go through that. And then when you go through them, then you're going to, it's going to be a certain feeling over you. You're going to get a certain sense. And then you're going to be, you're going to be questioning, what is this? Because you're questioning, why am I acting? Why am I responding in this way to this major situation when this is something that I dreaded having it happen? But I'm so calm and at peace with it, though. Why? <laughs> you know, that's that big thing that come popping out. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know, and, and, and that's when God will show you. Because my hand of refuge is upon you, my son, my daughter. That's why. The reason why you're able to be so happy and joyful the reason why you're able to laugh and be and, and, and be in contentment in the midst of what has just happened is because the peacefulness of that of me is upon you. And you are within the calmness of my bosom of refuge. That's why. And my brothers and sisters, I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you right now, it's a wonderful feeling. It can be confusing at first because, like I said, you, you are a person who are used to going off in a certain kind of way when things happen. But then you don't go off that way. And then you, you, know, you feel that calmness. You feel that peacefulness like it's good. 
you know, like, oh man, yeah, I know that happened, but it's good. It's gonna be all right. I'm straight. You know, I, I, I'll get it back. Type thing mentality that we have. Even though you know it's something that took you a while to get, you know that when you got what you, you know when you got that, it took you a minute to get it, and you remember what you had to do to get it. So, you know, but still, you be like, yeah, I'm good. You know, I'll be all right. I, I, I you know, I'll, it'll, it'll be replaced. You know what I'm saying? And you say it with such an easement. You say it with such an uncaredness. Like, that's the Lord <laughs> resonating on you. You feel what I'm saying, my brothers? That's the Lord. The peacefulness of that of the Lord thy God resting upon you. And you are walking, you are dwelling in that of the comfort of thy God's refuge. That's why you're able to do that. And that's why I was able to be that way yesterday. That's why my response in the way that I was, I had someone stop and they said, you good? You, you need anything? And I said, yeah, another, you know, another dolly. And she looked at me like, well, I don't have that with me, but, you know, anything else I can get you? Matter of fact, how long you going to be here? And I'm like, well, I'm going to be here for, you going to be here for a little bit? I'm like, well, yeah. And you see, at that moment, I, I didn't know what that person had in mind. But I accepted whatever it was that God may be placing upon that person's heart to do on my behalf. And whether or not that person followed through on it. Hear me now what I'm saying. I received and was at peace whatever it was God was placing upon that person's heart to do on my behalf and even if that person did not follow through on it I still was thankful <laughs> you feel what I'm saying I'm not going to call the person out and say oh you know they didn't do this they didn't do that I don't know why they bothered to ask me da 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 no not going to do that not going to do that not, not that it's not just my place to do it it's just like why because I do have an understanding that God can place things upon your heart. God will call you to do things, but you still have that free will as to whether or not you will or will not do it. So it's no need for me to get upset with God. And I'm not even going to get upset with the person because, hey, you had the free will. And that was your decision. Well, you know, God could call and place something upon your heart to do, but it's truly up to you whether or not you follow through on it. So at that point, I was like just thankful that the person even stopped. You feel me? Sometimes you have to, you have to learn to manage your focus and know what to focus on. Because see, sometimes Satan will try to get you to focus on things that really ain't got nothing to do with you. Really is not even worth it the time and effort it's just a distraction to keep you from doing what you need to really be doing and focusing on and that's where you have to have that discerning to know that man that that ain't what and just walk away you know what i'm saying because there'll be things that will happen and you have to have that judgment make that judgment call and have that discerning to be able to say nah that don't that don't look too kosher i ain't finna mess with that and move on and put your focus somewhere else and put your, you know, 
you know, your diligence and your due diligence in somewhere and you know, onto something else. And that's just pretty much how life is. It's, it's a lot that I'm learning as I go forth. And that's why I always tell people, I don't care how old you get, don't don't ever stop trying to learn. You know, people say, Man, you know, I'm I'm eighty nine years old, you know, I don't live life to the fullest and I don't see a lot of things, man. I you know, I think I don't see just about everything. No, you ain't seen everything. I mean, that's wonderful that you say that, you know, you don't see everything, but you ain't seen everything. And no disrespect to you. Truthfully, no disrespect to you. But you ain't seen everything. You have seen a lot now. Truthfully, yes, you have. You know, because you've been at the age that you are. You, I'm, I ain't doubting that you don't seen a lot. <laughs> and I'm not doubting that you don't seen way more than what I've seen. And a lot of it has been some really kooky, wicked stuff. But at the end of the day, my brothers and sisters, you have not seen everything. You hear what I'm saying? And you have not learned everything. You have learned a lot. But you have not learned everything. You know, I remember hearing someone say that you are just as ripe as a fruit. And you will stay sharp and young when you keep yourself attentive and keep yourself in receiving of knowledge and having that mindset that hey I'm learning and I want to continue to learn you know there's more for me to learn so I'm going to read as much as I can I'm going to continue to read I'm going to continue to, to, to listen I'm going to continue to make notes I'm going to continue it's that moment when you decide to stop continuing my brothers and sisters that you can consider yourself dead. You can consider yourself. And I know you can be like, well, bro, that's kind of harsh to be saying something like that. You know, that, that don't sound right. Listen. You're living life to the fullest when you allow yourself to do what God has placed you here to do. And as you continue to keep learning and learning and doing and doing and learning. You fulfill. Excuse me. You fulfill. What God has placed you here to do. You fulfill the purpose of your life. Now just because you fulfill the purpose of your life. Doesn't mean you say okay well you know. I sense that I fulfilled my purpose. I'm just going to just stop doing everything. And die. No come on y'all. Continue to keep going. Until God says okay my son my daughter it's time now I know you've heard about people who have lived a long time and they say that you know I've lived a full life and you know I'm I'm content I'm ready to go home I'm ready you know I'm ready to be with the Lord I'm, I'm ready to go home to my, my, my heavenly father and I'm, I mean don't get me wrong I ain't no disrespect to those who have passed on in that way and have left those words behind with us I no I, I no disrespect. I mean I mean that truthfully from my heart. No disrespect unto them. I believe in that situation that we all will respond and act and conduct ourselves differently. And if that's how you conduct yourself when it comes to that time for you to pass on, then okay, that's what's meant for you to do. But don't think that everybody has to be like that. Because you don't. If you sense it in your in your in your spirit 
that okay hey i have reached the point where there's nothing else that i can learn there's nothing else and don't and i don't really i'm not too i'm not too kosher about well i'm i'm not too in agreement with that word i've learned all i can learn no you still can learn more i i i believe that even the smartest person in the world still has more to learn i i believe that's what i believe now that's my opinion and you can say no bro i don't think that's true you can say what you want to say but that's my opinion i have the right to have that opinion I don't care how smart you are or how intelligent you are. I don't care what you are t- entitled into, you know, what you have been bestowed as far as an entitled upon yourself. You can't say that you've learned everything. Because even the greatest scientists, when they're doing things, will find something else, will get a revolution on something, a revelation on something else. And be like, wow, I did not know that that was possible so you can't sit and say well i've learned everything and you can't sit well i've learned you know all that I, that, I, that 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 i i know to learn you know i've learned everything no don't say that i can see you saying well you know i have done and i have learned and received all god has desired me to now if you say that then i'd be like oh, okay now i can i can probably stand in agreement with you on that because you're sensing in your spirit that God is saying to you that, okay, my daughter, my son, this is this is it. This is all that I want you to experience. I'm calling you home now. Now I can understand that. And I can I can go with that. Okay. But you saying that, oh, you know, I, I don't there's nothing else for me to learn. No, come on now. Don't be saying stuff like that. There's there's plenty to learn. There's always something new happening. You feel me? So, as we go through each day of our lives, let's go through that day with an open mind and open heart. And that's why I say that because we, I believe, not only we block our blessings when you when we walk around closed-minded and and all heart and heart, but I also believe that we miss out on knowledge too, which is also considered to be a blessing a truthful blessing and so if we live each day with an open mind and open heart ready to receive excuse me ready to receive from that of discerning discernment of what we uh are being shown or being told then my brothers and sisters the joyfulness of the life that we will lead you feel me So, if we take each day and say, okay, what is there for me to learn today? What is it God wants me to do today? And just have that mindset. You might go about your day like you maybe normally would, but still have that mindset and have that within your spirit, the sense of like, okay, what is it that God wants me to do today? What am I learning today? You feel what I'm saying? So, every time that you're faced with an opposition, take it as a lesson. Take it as a lesson. And, and and learn what you can from that from that that moment of facing an opposition, that moment of going through that trial, that error, that temptation. Take it as a lesson. And you say, "Oh, you know what? I know what I need to do." And you da 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 da, you do it. Because life, my brothers and sisters, is so true. 
It's so true. But so is that of God. You know, it's this thing that I say, I tell people, I say, you know, life is real, but so is Jesus. Life is real, but so is Jesus. Amen? So, I will tell you right now, my brothers and sisters, whatever you experience in life, allow the peacefulness of that of the Lord thy God to resonate upon you. You may be feeling a little kind of weird. You might, you know, never have had that sensation upon you before. And you're questioning what it is and trying to figure out why I'm so calm. And, and people will tell you, oh, you know, it's an adrenaline. And, you know, you that's why you're feeling like you can't rest. That's why your nerves, that's why your, your hands are twitching your legs. And, you know, that's what they'll tell you. But when you get past all that right there. And you start feeling and sensing something in your spirit. And you be like, man, why is it all good with me right now? Oh, you know, it ain't set in yet. You know, the, 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 the trauma of the act of the incident has not settled into you yet. Come on, y'all. Stop spreading that kind of stuff. There are people who, although they may have gone through something major, <laughs> the peacefulness of the Lord is rested upon them. So you can't sit there and say, oh, well, you know, the, 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 the incident hasn't, has, hasn't taken time to settle in yet. You know, you haven't, you know, once it's settled in, then you'll think about it. You know, it'll hit you then and then you'll be like, oh, and, you know, and you'll, you'll start going into, you know, all kind of shock and everything. And they'll, or they'll tell you, oh, you, you're in shock. Now, I'm not saying that there's no such thing, is it? I'm not saying that. Because, I, hey, I'm not a doctor, okay? I'm just simply saying that sometimes, <laughs> thank you, Jesus, when we experience something majorly tra tragic, but we're able to stay calm in the midst of it, it's not always meaning that you are gone in shock. It doesn't always mean that later on it will hit you. It just simply means that it's a possibility that the hand of the Lord thy God is, is upon you. The peacefulness is resting on you to cause you to be in such peace. And the calmness to resonate with you, to allow you to be able to, to deal with what has just happened. Think about that. Amen? Think about that. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the blessedness of that of your word. Oh God, spoken over our lives and walking out, oh Father God, in that of our lives. I thank you, oh Heavenly Father, for that. In that which we live in this journey, oh Father God, that we travel. That we have the willingness and the desire. And that we will continue to have so that willingness and desire. To not just seek you. But to do what is needed of us, O oh Father God, that we can be renewed before you daily, constantly, throughout each and every day that comes forth and that goes. Regardless of what may take place, regardless of what may unfold, regardless of what we're challenged with, regardless of opposition that we may face. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the blessedness of that of your peace, O oh Lord thy God. For it's truly that which has allowed me to make it through some situations and circumstances that have come forth that has elevated itself into some major situation. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that because of your peace, it allowed me to go to that next level of 
knowledge and understanding. It allowed me to go to that next level of humbleness and meekness. It allowed me to be able to see some things that I needed to see in order to conduct myself in a certain way. And I am thankful. I am grateful for your peace. For the calmness of that of your refuge. And I welcome it into my life. Truthfully and speak it to be upon that of my brothers and sisters. That they will have the opportunity to witness the peacefulness of the Lord truly upon their lives. Because we know in that of thy word that it is said that my peace, the Lord says, I leave with you. Not the peace that the world gives, but my peace. So, my Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ to be able to witness the truthfulness of that of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus. Peace that he has left with us. And that when it is revealed unto them, that they may know right well that it is truthfully the peacefulness of the Lord. And that it will resonate upon them in such a way that they will hold that memory forever. So when it happens again, they won't be in such confusion. When it happens again, they won't be at such a dismayment. When it happens again, they won't sit and be at an awe and, okay, well, what's going on here? And, and, and thinking that they are going crazy, but know to understand that you are very much a sound mind and right mind. Because you have the peacefulness of that of the Lord and our God upon you. So, my Father, as I speak these words, I thank you for honoring them. As I've released this petition unto your throne room, I give thanks and give praise, O oh Father God, for that I know it is so, and rightfully done in Jesus' name. Amen. Trials and Temptations Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not liking anything. If any of you like wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Believers in humble circumstances ought to take pride in their high position, but the rich should take pride in their humanity. Since they will pass away like a wildflower. The sun rises with scorching heat and withers the plant. It blossoms, fails, and its beauty is destroyed. In the same way, the rich will fade away even while they go about their, their even while they go about their business. Blessed is the one who perseveres under the trial. Because my God, having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord had promised to those who love them. Now, you know what? 
<laughs> Let's go back on that one right there. Because I want to make sure that 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 is heard right there. It says, Blessed is the one who perseveres on the trial. Because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Mm. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. Wow. You know, every time I read that, it really just, it, it, it It really makes me think, and, and you know, and I, I, I see life in a different light when I read that because it, it's kind of like a confirmation for me of saying, like, who I am and whom's I am, really, you know, it's like whom's I am. And it's just stated right there that we are, it says, he choose to give us birth through the word of truth that we may be a kind of first fruits of all he created. So that right there tells you whom you are. And that's like a confirmation. If you were wondering, that's a confirmation right there of whom you are. So every time I read this, like I said, it just makes me think and just gives me that confirmation that I was created by that of God. I was created to be that of the first fruits of his creation. The first of that which he created. Brothers and sisters, uh, I really don't know what else to say concerning this message today. Simply that we're living in a time right now that well, I do believe that it's more about attentiveness. It's more about really truly paying attention nowadays than anything in, in, in the world. Attentiveness and heeding. I believe that's really what it's about right now. Because when you're when you're attentive to what's going on, then you're not blindsided. When you're attentive in that of the way you should be in that of discerning the spirit. And then when you heed the warning of that of God and the direction and counseling of that of God, everything is going to fall in place. You feel what I'm saying? Things work out better. And, and I, I think it really opens up doors and allows us to really do things that is needed to be done and desiring as well. Um, I think a lot of mishap come about because we are not following direction. We're not attentive. Uh, we're trying to do things on our own within that of our own self. 
or leaning upon this world a little bit too much. I, I think that's what it is. You know, I, and I even look and say that in my own life, really, to be truly honest with you. And maybe I just see that my way in my life or what I live. You know, you may say, well, bro, that ain't, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I, you know, no, I'm good. You know, everything's been good. I've been making good decisions. I, you know, da, da, da. Well, that's wonderful. And I'm not hating on you if that's the case. Uh, but I will say, be be mindful and attentive because although you may not be facing any issues, or although you may have been able to be attentive in a way that you've been able to catch things and, and respond, you know, accordingly, that's good that you've been able to do that, but stay attentive. Don't 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 drop your guard down. Don't don't sleep. You know, we, we, we serve a God that does not sleep nor slumber, who is truly faithful. And I I will say that since we are created to be some of the first fruits of that which he has created, then we need to be the same way, nor sleep nor slumber. Be attentive, be mindful, be aware, and he, and I know, I mean, this is not something we always do. That's why we get into trouble. That's why we have all these issues in our lives sometimes, because we're not always heeding his word. You know, I, I'll be the first one to raise my hand, because I know I don't. I know I haven't in the past. <laughs> and I know that that. It's some of the reasons why I've gone through some issues, gone through some times that I would have otherwise would have not went through if I would have heeded his word. Okay. Um, I know that that was the case, but also know that it was some things that really had nothing to do with that. I was doing what I needed to do. It's just something that just happened, you know, uh, and even with that, I don't feel that it was something that just happened. I, I feel that it, is, it was something that was needed to happen in order to either strengthen me, cleanse me, mold me, or do whatever is needed for me to be in that of the alignment of God or to be walking out my life of that which is of his plan. That's the way I look at it. Um... We are in a world that there is no telling what's going to happen. You know, we've seen so much take place. We've seen things happen. We're in a world right now where we're, we're really, there's a lot of us are asking questions like, what's going to happen next? Because we're really, you know, we're, we're, we're fearful for our lives because we, you know, we got people doing this. We got people doing that. We hear about war with this country, war with that country. We hear about this country doing that. We hear about that country doing this. And we're just like, we even hear about our own country doing some things that, you know, are questionable. And so we are in fear for our lives. And we truly do not know what's going to happen next. We are living in a time of uncertainty, truthfully. You know, everybody say, oh, well, you know, this is the... Millennium age, this is the technical age, this is this age, this is the... I believe that we are in the season of uncertainty. Basically meaning that we don't know what the heck going to happen. This world is living in an age and a time of uncertainty. Because everybody's doing whatever the heck they want to do. And nothing has t 
and nothing of that which they do is truthfully in that of God. It's their own own hidden agenda, and 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 what makes it even worse is that that hidden agenda is not a good hidden agenda. It's one thing to have an agenda that's good. In other words, meaning it's for the it's it's, it's for the ultimate good. It's for the you know it's it's for the bettering of, of, of humanity. But then there's another thing to have a, a hidden agenda that's all evil. That really only benefits one person, and that's you. And it doesn't matter how many people you may kill or put into suffering or oppression along the way to creating what it is that you're trying to create. And that's just the way I see it right now. It's like each country is going after something. And they're not caring about the consequences of its own people or other people in other countries. And I believe that there's countries that are thinking about themselves, which don't get me wrong. Uh, I do have a philosophy that I'm trying to really walk out in my life is that be attentive to my home. That means me and mine. You know, be attentive. And I know that there's areas that I can work on. But I feel that Sometimes we need to be more mindful of doing things for our own, in our own communities, in our own neighborhoods, in our own cities, in our own counties, in our own states, in our own country. Before we go dipping and dabbing all off and cross, way across the world somewhere in somebody else's country. We have people that are suffering right in our own backyard. And although we may have programs in place. A lot of times those programs does not cover everybody. And a lot of times those programs don't even last. I I feel that we need to have better programs to help those who are in need. And I get it that there are people who are misusing and abusing the systems that are put in place. You know, they don't really need it. But they don't find a way that if they do this, do that, or whatever, that they can get what they they want, even though they don't need it. And that's that's just wrong. It really is. It's wrong. Um, but I look at it like this right here. You know, I think about the one passage in God's Word where it says, "Vengeance is mine," thus says the Lord. I shall. <laughs> I shall get revenge. Okay. So, listen. You don't have to be the police that go out for everybody that don't did wrong, misuse the system, abuse the system. They don't got help. They don't got assistance for something that they really did not need. They were greedy about it. They misused it, whatever, whatever, whatever. Trust me. They're going to get theirs. You know, if that's the way you like to put it. For some of those like to put it that way. Uh, but simply, the, in, in other words, really what I'm trying to say is that judgment shall come. 
And when judgment comes, it will cover a multitude of the things that were done wrong by that person or persons. My prayer and my desire is that those who are in need can get the help that they truthfully need. And that as they get the help that they truthfully need, that they will take that help and use it wisely. All of it unto that which they need it for. And that in doing that, it would allow them to get one step above from where they're at. Because we all know that just giving somebody uh, a few hundred dollars a month for six months might not necessarily get them out of the situation they're in. They may need to have it a little bit more long term than that. And then not only that, they may need to have help with food. Because you can give them a few hundred dollars a month for six months or for a year. But if they got to still use that money for food, then they're not going to be able to do very much else with the rest of it. As far as in terms of like maybe help paying rent, keeping the lights on, keeping heat in the house, having money to get back and forth to work or to look for work. You know, daycare if they need it. it so... I do believe that having things, you know, this is one thing a while back that was a big topic. And I haven't heard too much about it now because I'm not really in that work. I'm not in that working class anymore. But uh, that was a big issue that had arise or a big need that came about where there was a need for child care. Uh, people going to work, but they needed to have babysitters. They didn't have babysitters. They, they, you know, they were paying outrageous money for daycare. And the places that they were paying, they were able to get their child in for daycare, was not treating their child properly. The child was going hungry through the day. The child was having to lay in salted, you know, in, in, in was having to lay in soggy pampers and soiled, you know, pampers. Um, bottles not properly clean. No adequate attention. So, it, it I can't even, um, just a mention of that bothers me. It does. Just a mention of that bothers me because the fact that someone would go to that screen to take your money and in some cases demand you and threaten you that if you don't pay, you can't bring your child back here. So let me get this right. If I don't pay you, I can't bring my child back to this filthy daycare inadequate in that of staff procedures <laughs> materials needed to run and properly care for the children so you're threatening me with that okay 
But this is the thing now. This is the thing. Some some mothers, some families have gone ahead and did it. They have gone ahead and actually paid because they, they it may not be the best, but it's somewhere that they can take their child to be and they know where their child is at while they're at work. And that's sad, man, to me. That That's just sad. It really is. And they've put a lot of... Uh, Emphasis on daycares. They've, they've put some restrictions. They've uh, passed laws. They've done some things to try to make the daycares uh, liable for things and, and, and try to make them kind of like get they in order. And some have. Some have, you know, stepped up to the plate. Some have done, you know, what they needed to do. And, and, Majority of them were already doing it, though, you know, these new procedures and, 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 and policies. And so they were already doing it. Uh, some of them were just barely skimping by. And it may not really be so much of the fight that they didn't want to. It might have been the situation, you know, that was going on with them at the time. You know, they might have just barely had the money or the funds to start the daycare in the first place. And so they were trying to do what they needed to do. They were just barely staying, you know, legal. They were just barely staying uh, uh, in, in that of qualification to stay open. And so now with these new, uh, I wouldn't call them sanctions, but with these new policies and procedures put in place, they may not stay open because they were barely doing the minimum that were already required. So now to have to heighten that, they may not be able to make it. And, and the thing about it is that these are not bad daycares. These are good daycares. It's just that they didn't have the adequate funding to get started on a good level foundation. Such as needed in any business that you start. But my brothers and sisters, we're in a time right now that we really need to be mindful of everything going on. This is a time of attentiveness and a time to heed what has been showed unto us, what has been in counseling unto us, what has been asked of us to follow. This is the time. This is the time. Because as we are going through this season of uncertainty, as we're having to deal with all these things that are taking place around the world and we don't know what the outcome is going to be of, that's why I say uncertainty. All this stuff that's going on and we don't know what's going to happen. And it may be all talk, and I know the word speaks on that. You're going to hear talk about wars, signs of possible wars. It's in the word. My brothers and sisters, that's why I say we need to stay woke and, and attentive so that we know what's going on around us. We know what is biblical and what is not biblical. And I know, thank you, Holy Spirit. I know that there has been said at one time that these things that are happening and unfolding, that how do we know it's not people around the world? that are causing these things to happen according to what the Bible says. 
how we know that it's not someone out there or some ones that have that much authority to where they're causing these things to happen. And they just have, and, 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 and the fight that they're happening is because they know what is said in the word of God. So they're actually making these things happen. I've heard that been said before. Oh, you know that there's a power that be. And you know that they're the ones who are causing these things to happen because they're, they're, they're making things happen according to what's in the Bible. So in other words, what you're basically saying is that the Bible is not real. That's what you're saying. Because that's, that's, that's really only, only, the only thing that I hear when I hear somebody saying something or talking about stuff like that is that I hear that you're basically saying that the Bible is not real. But listen, lean not unto this world, nor unto that of thy own understanding. That's all I'm going to say. We come into this world as babes, uneducated, unlearned, unknowledgeable. We leave out of this world hopefully better, unscathed, undamaged from the things that we experience as we live and journey through that the and, and that of the growth of our life. Sometimes there are a few who may not make it. The full span of that of their lifetime. And there are those who leave us too soon. And then there are those who live out the full lifespan of that which is granted unto them to live. And even in those, some are have not lived their life upright to God. And there are those who have. But I say, my brothers and sisters, what is going on with you right now? Don't let what's around you or what you see others doing hinder you from living your life in the manner of what you know God is more pleasing with. I myself know that God is pleased with me on things that I have done. But then he's also unpleased with me on some things that I have done. And I can say the same thing when it comes to things that I'm doing this very moment as I'm talking to you. You know, things that I have, have, have done in the last few hours or the last day or two. And I'm not talking about nothing, you know. So don't let your mind, don't let your mind go to wandering like that. But it's, what I'm really truly saying is that we say things sometimes. Even in our words, we could be sinning. Even in our thoughts, with no action, we could be sinning. So that's really what I'm, I'm, I'm leaning towards right there when I say that. Um, I could have had a thought that wasn't a good thought. That would not be pleasing with God. I could have said a word or two that was not a good word to say. That didn't actually build somebody up, that, but it tore them down. That's sinful. Because the word even tells us it's not to do that. But I believe that if you continue to keep putting forth the effort to do what is right, to live your life, 
So, I, I, that's like, like I say, brothers and sisters, that, that's, that's, that's what I understand. That's what I'm looking at. But I just want you to know, continue to just do what it is that you need to do. Continue to put forth the effort to living your life right. You may not be 100% right now, but that doesn't mean that you won't be a day from now, two days from now, two months from now. You know, don't give up, is, in other words, is what I'm saying. You know, and I know that people will say, oh, no, you just need to just leave it alone. And I think my thing with that is that not everybody may be as easy in that transition as you were. You know, you may have transitioned quickly over to that the Lord is on all that of your life. And that you have let things go and drop things and you are not doing anything in that of your old life. And you are truly as a word that him who is in Christ has become a new creature. You are truly a new creature. There's nothing about you that is old. That's a blessful thing. And, 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 and you know, and I, 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 I'm not going to say I salute you, but hey, that's a blessful thing. But let us think about those who were not so quick to transition like that. Let us think about those who, for whatever reason, still have some things going on in their life that are sinful. Let us, let us pray for them and lift them up. Let us not talk about them. Let's not gossip about them. Let's not belittle them, talking down about them and everything. We're supposed to edify and lift them up. Because see, if we see somebody doing wrong, and if we if we can talk them into, you know, and lead them into Christ, we have saved a soul. And that's up right before God. That's pleasing. But you you think that badgering and and talking bad and and accusing and you think that's right before God? It's not. So you know a brother or a sister that you may know that it's not 100% saved. You know that they, they saved you there when they got saved. But you know that they're still dealing with some things that they haven't let go completely yet. So you're going to talk about it? You're going to drag them through the mud and stuff like that? Instead of praying for them? Instead of finding the time to get with them and... And, and you know, and help them through whatever it is that you can help them through with. Instead of inviting them to more prayer sessions and inviting them to more church functions and, and trying to be there truly for them, you're going to talk about it. Hmm. I wonder what God would say about that. I wonder how God would judge you on that. Think about that. So that's why I say, my brothers and sisters, just keep it up. Just just keep keep pushing hard to doing right. It's challenging. And, and in some of us, it really is truly just a much of just saying, I'm not going to do it no more. And then actually following through on it and not doing it. It, it, it is a thing to where with some of us, it's just that we just like it and we don't want to stop. So we don't. We keep doing. We think us going to church every day that there is for us to go 
we think because we are we're involved in a church ministry somewhere, you know, within the church, that that's good enough. It's okay that, you know, I still got this one sin or this half a sin that I'm kind of one foot in and one foot out in. But listen, don't give up. That's that's really pretty much what I, I got to say. Do not give up on making yourself whole in that of the Lord. Regardless of what things may look like or how you feel because the devil's going to really try to show you something else. The devil's going to really try to make it seem like it's okay. The devil's really going to try to lead you away from trying to make yourself whole. That's why you're still hanging like it is now. <laughs> I, man, listen. Thank you, Father. Mm. Bless the old Father God. Thank you. Let's see that on my shake out. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be, O oh Father God, that everyone, everyone, O oh Father God, that is going through the things that I've just mentioned, can be able, O oh Father God, to release these things from their lives. They can truly take their hands off of them, O oh Father God. Let not their minds dwell upon it, O oh Father God. Let not their hearts desire it, O oh Father God. And definitely not let their flesh, O oh Father God, be drawn in to carry out these things, O oh Father God. But to give themselves unto that of you. Releasing themselves truthfully and hopefully in that of Christ. And truly standing, knowing that they have committed themselves unto that of the Lord thy God. And that Christ Jesus is truly their Lord. Heavenly Father, we know the process. And with some of us, it was, it was an easy process. We even ask ourselves, why didn't we do this sooner? And sometimes we can't understand why others are not 100% embedded in that of you. We can't understand why some still choose to go on sinning or choose to go on allowing the sin to lead their lives. Because it was so easy for us to transition. It was so easy for us to accept you 100%. And it was so easy for us to invest ourselves 100% into you. That we can't see why or even how it can even be possible that someone could be still sinning after being led to you, after speaking the words that they give their life unto that of you, and claiming and professing the Lord thy God as their living God, living God. But Heavenly Father. I pray for those that are going through these challenges. I pray for those who have this opposition constantly staring them in the eye. I pray that their time of going through this is shortened. And that they shall be truly 100% vetted in that of you. I pray that whatever has been holding them back will release them. And whatever has been whispering in their ear should be silenced. Whatever things that have been going and showing reruns before their eyes, O oh Father God, that that program has canceled right now in the name of Jesus. 
I take care of Father God that all those things that has caused them to continue to keep going on and on and that of that sin are being pulled right now, are being hindered right now. And their thoughts are more on that of you. Their desires are more in that of you. Their efforts, oh, Father God, is going forth more in that of you. And they're desiring more of you. As I speak these words, oh, Father God, I include myself as being one, oh, Father God, and receiveth of this prayer. And I pray for that of my brothers and sisters to be the same. In Jesus' blessed and glorious name. Amen. Alrighty, my brothers and sisters, that notification was letting me know that it is time for the spiritual food for thought for this week. And the spiritual food for thought for this week is as follows. Blessed is the one who perseveres on the trial, because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. Once again, Spiritual food for thought for this week. Blessed is the one who perseveres on the trial. Because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. That, that is something to really think about right there. Because, you know, as I was just speaking about how some of us are going through some things and, you know, we begin to wonder that, Will we be the ones that truly pull away from the things that have caused us to sin and seem to be, to be continually keeping us sinning? And then for those who are going through opposition, those who are going through some things and, and, and we're wondering, okay, what's the outcome going to be? You know, how much longer do I have to do this? And the word is telling us, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial. Because having stood the test, that person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So there's, there's, there's reward unto you. You have persevered and you have withstood the trial. You have gone through. You haven't did anything outside of that of God. Don't worry. He sees you. He, he got you. And then for those who have given your life over to the Lord, but it seems to be this one little thing that just won't let you go or you won't let it go. And you want to, you're desiring to, you have the willingness to, but for some reason, you just, get, you just can't let that thing go. I'm going to simply just tell you, don't give up. Because see, that's truly what Satan is wanting you to do. He may have you sneered by that one little thing. And he's just feeding you and just feeding you and just feeding you. And just hoping and just, you know, that you'll just say, all right, and just give in and give up all hope and give up all effort on trying to be whole in that of God. That's what he's hoping for. But prove him wrong. Prove him wrong. Let him know that you ain't giving up that easy. 
Let them know that you're going to stand. You're going to keep on pushing. You're going to keep on swinging. You're going to keep on kicking. You're going you're gonna to bite. You're going to scratch. You're going to do whatever it is you need to do to break free from that one thing that keeps you in the sinfulness of that, of this world. Amen. Some parts, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from James 1, 2 through 18 in the NIV. Once again, some or all parts of this week's message is quoted from James 1, 2 through 18 in the NIV. For more encouragement throughout the week, you can visit us over on our other social media platforms, which are Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we are there as Encouragement Daily Blog. Once again, you can go over to Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter and look for us as Encouragement Daily Blog to receive more encouragement throughout the week. You also can go over to anchor.fm and there you will be able to sign up to get notifications every week of new episodes that are available. So every time a new episode is available, you will get a notification that that episode is available. Uh, and you can go in and view and listen to that episode whenever you would like to, as much as you would like to. And if you're a person who has a certain amount of time and you, you're not able to listen to the full episode, hey, that's the beauty of it. You can always go in and listen to what you, you know, you're able to listen to at that moment. And you can come back and listen to the rest. My brothers and sisters. We're at a time right now. Where we need to do what we need to do. To continually keep receiving the word of God. In our lives. The encouragement. Of that of the word of God. The motivationalness of that of the word of God. The strength of that of the word of God. The knowledgeable wisdom. Of that of the word of God. And that's why I'm here, oh Father God. I thank you for blessing me to be here. To be able to release an encouraging word into that of my brothers and sisters. And I pray that everything that comes forth is truly a blessing unto you. And I pray that you're getting what you're needed to get. You're getting what God is wanting you to receive. And that you see that. And being blessed by that, that you're grateful and you show your gratefulness unto that of our God. As well as you show your thankfulness and that of humbleness and meekness. Amen. My brothers and sisters, that's going to do it for me for this week. I thank you for taking the time out to be receiving of this week's message. And once again, I pray as always that this message is a blessing unto you. And that you've been able to receive with an open heart and open mind, that which has come forth in this week's message, so that what is needed can be walked out in your life. Amen. Until the next time, my brothers and sisters, may the rest of your day be blessed, and the remainder of the week be more of the same as that of the Lord. And so until that day, we come back together again for an eclipse. Keep your heads up, my brothers and sisters. Do not give in to the things of this world. Do not allow yourself to be susceptible unto that of the knowledge of this world. Do not lean unto this world, that of your own understanding. 
If you must lean, lean unto that of the Lord. If you must praise, praise that of the Lord. If you must boast, boast in that of the Lord. Amen. God bless you. I love you. May you continue to be in goodness and wholesomeness and health and that of God. Amen.